Warning, the following message may be offensive to some audiences. These audiences may include but are not limited to professing Christians who never read their Bible, sissies, sodomites, men with man buns, those who approve of men with man buns, man bun enablers, white knights for men with man buns, homemakers who have finished Netflix but don't know how to meal plan, and people who refer to their pets as fur babies. Your discretion is advised. People are tired of hearing nothing but doom and despair on the radio. The message of Christianity is that salvation is found in Christ alone, and any who reject Christ therefore forfeit any hope of salvation, any hope of heaven. The issue is that humanity is in sin, and the wrath of Almighty God is hanging over our heads. They will hear his words, they will not act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment, when the fires of wrath come, they will be consumed and they will perish. God wrapped himself in flesh, condescended, and became a man, died on the cross for sin, was resurrected on the third day, has ascended to the right hand of the Father, where he sits now to make intercession for us. Jesus is saying there is a group of people who will hear his words, they will act upon them, and when the floods of divine judgment come in that final day, their house will stand. Welcome to Bible Bash, where we aim to equip the saints for the works of ministry by answering the questions you're not allowed to ask. We're your hosts, Harrison Kerrig and Pastor Tim Mullet, and today we'll answer the age-old question, if a child is purchased by two sodomite parents, are they real parents? Now, Tim, uh, what Bible verse do you have for us as we kick off this, this discussion? Yeah, Ephesians uh, 6.5 says, Slaves, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart as you would Christ. <laughs> slaves there's you didn't have like a children obey your, <laughs> you didn't go for the children obey your parents part <laughs> this, this one seemed more relevant <laughs> I, I think you're showing your hand a little early there too <laughs> um but okay so so why why bring up that verse in relation in relation to this conversation <laughs> I mean, part of it's related to the title that you asked um you know if, if i was purchased by two sodomites then you know, does that make them my parents? So, just going with okay. it. Okay. Okay. So are so are they then? You know, <laughs> should you if you are a child, if you are a child who is purchased by two sodomites <laughs> and they're claiming to be your parents now, biblically, are you supposed to view them as your parents? I think yeah. I mean, there's obviously a lot of things that are going on in this kind of question that make it a little bit conceptually hard to answer. Like meaning, like. You know, God's obviously designed a family in such a way that a father and mother would have a child in the context of marriage and then give birth to that child. And then, you know, that child would be the product of that union, which God recognizes. And so when you're talking about a sodomite marriage, what you're talking about is an oxymoron, essentially. You're talking about a marriage that's not a marriage. So then you're then talking, so you're talking about like a parody of marriage at the very beginning. Um, and then you you have an act, you know, that brings forth this child, which is disconnected from this loving union. So, you know, obviously there's, there's an idea of adoption in general, right? So like there's a biblical concept of adoption where an individual will take someone who's not biologically related to them and then uh, treat them as if they're a biological son and treat them as family in that way. And, you know, as you think about the Christian message, like that's essentially what God does for us. He adopts us into his family in that way. But then what the problem here is that you just don't have a family 
you don't have a family to begin with. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have a marriage, you don't have a family. And then what you have is like, maybe one of these guys has made some sort of biological contribution to this union with someone else. Right. So like, and it could get really messy at this point, meaning so when you're, you're talking about like the actual surrogacy itself, right? Yeah. At with the point. surrogacy process, like it gets, it can get pretty messy to where, you, you know, you may have a sodomite who is in, you know, some sort of way impregnating some woman, right? Like through artificial means or whatever else, like who knows how all these things are happening at that point, who would be then the biological mother of the child, right? So that could mm-hmm. be. That could happen, and then essentially what's happening is one of them is at least a biological father in that sense, right? So in that kind of scenario that, that you have one of them maybe being a biological father, and then the other one is essentially pretending to be the mother, yeah. whether he calls himself the mother or not, right? So you can have that wrinkle on it, but then you could also have a situation where you have a biological, like the sodomite playing the role of... Or, it, it, Basically, uh, his genetic contribution is the father component to a third woman who was the mother, right? Or a second woman who's a mother and the third woman is going to be then bearing the child. (laughs) So it it can get really messy really quick. Yeah, the the math is getting a little complicated here. (laughs) So, but then one, one thing that would be a feature in, you know, until like, Maybe, I don't know, whoever, maybe they'll get technology to overcome it or something like that. Uh, the situation is that like one of them is not going to have any genetic contribution to the thing at all, right? Right. <laughs> so, and maybe both of them won't you know, because they could just straight up, you know, purchase this child from someone, you know, straight up, right? So essentially, like what's happening is you don't, you don't have a family, you don't have a marriage, you don't have a family, and then you have a child that is being purchase like separated from his biological mother essentially whoever that person happens to be right (laughs) so whether or not she just made the contribution or she bore them then you're bringing two women into the process which are bonding to that child or having a claim on that child in certain ways which you're severing so then you're taking it out of that and then you're bringing it into a family and then you're saying well are they his parents well it's like well maybe one of them could be considered his parents, right? <laughs> or his uh-huh. parent. But then the other one is just kind of like a stranger who is adopting them, who has no biological connection to him other than he's pretending to be in a family and married to the other one, right? So like in that in that kind of case, it gets it can get pretty messy, obviously, pretty quick. So You know, I, I think the thing that this just has me thinking the entire time listening to your response so far has just been, I mean, this has got to be one of the most selfish things anyone could ever do. Right. Right. To, to be, to be number one, living in open rebellion against God, right. Rejecting the rejecting God's design for marriage between one man and one woman. And instead deciding that you're going to give in to the lusts of your flesh you're going to commit. You're going to commit, um, you know, an abomination with a person of the same sex, and you recognize that, uh, you know, biologically it doesn't work, right? right? Two men, two men will never be able to make a baby. A man will never give birth 
to a baby ever. Um, you ha- so you have that reality. You have these people that are thinking that way. And then their solution to the plan is not to look at the situation and say, hey, maybe there's something wrong about this. Maybe there's something unnatural about this. Maybe we are violating, you know, the very, I mean, the very biology that we are given. Maybe we're completely going against the created order here. Instead, the answer is to say, no, obviously, obviously the way to get around this is to artificially impregnate another woman, potentially have a different woman carry that artificial pregnancy, right? Um, and then, and then, when the baby is born, rip that baby away from their real mother, and then give them over to two sodomites who are going, you know, or I get, I guess it could be, you know. Um, uh, you know, like two lesbians or something, I guess. But and and the scenarios that we've seen brought up, it's it's been sodomites, right? And then and then they're you know, po- posing for pictures with the newborn baby laying in the hospital bed, covered up, pretending to be asleep, as if they actually did anything at all. And, I mean, it's it's so just tired. totally totally. It's so selfish, and it's so it's it's disgusting. Honestly, it's it's really frustrating to think hey there's this kid who didn't ask for any of this and he's being ripped away from his biological mother maybe he's with you know maybe one of the maybe one of the dudes is his biological father but i mean he's getting half the equation at that point right and then we're supposed to just treat this as if it's normal and you know there's there's uh entire organizations out in places like california that are arguing uh, and, or maybe it's New York. It's it's one of those terrible places. I think it was California <laughs> that are, uh, you know, they're they're arguing that they're that the right um, their right sodomites are being discriminated against. Yeah, because they have a right to because, have access to the because they world. can't have babies. Who's discrimin like who's discriminating against you if you can't have babies with with another dude? No one's discriminating against you. But then. That's the kind of society we live in right now. And from my perspective, it just seems so totally selfish, so totally disgusting. And that's not even to bring up the fact that, you know, whenever normally whenever you're doing this kind of normally whenever you're doing this kind of thing, it's not like it it works the first time. Right. And so you're talking about like you're you're intentionally killing babies at this point. You're intentionally discarding babies at this point. You're intentionally storing away babies for use at a later date. I guess. Um, and it just seems, it just seems like it's, it's evil, but not even just for the fact that you're, you're essentially putting a child in a, in a totally unnatural situation. It's the, it's the total focus on self, the lack of understanding to realize that you've gone completely against nature, completely against your own biology, completely against the created order. And I mean, you're oftentimes in, involving murder and the process. Yeah. I think he had Rand Paul who was basically making a, an argument along these lines um, related to the concept of negative rights, like negative rights versus positive rights, essentially. So like the idea of, but he was doing this in another area, but then that's what the California thing is doing. They're, they're, they're um, turning access like uh, sodomite having access to a woman's womb as they're turning it into some kind of positive right, if that makes sense. So like the concept of a negative right in general is they're basically like liberty rights, meaning in order for you to have this right, the government just has to ensure that others let you be, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like, like with a negative right, you have, you have the right to life. You have the right to liberty, right? <laughs> you have the right to ownership of property. Sure. Meaning like people are like, allow you to have the property that you have and they're not going to take it from you. So the government's job is just to secure that for you. Right. Like meaning like it's, it's their, it's their job to ensure that they're not plundering you and that other people don't plunder you. But then in order to not plunder you, nothing has to happen. Do you get, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So like, that would be like, you have a right to life, meaning other people don't have a right to take your life from you or your freedom from you or your stuff from you. Right. So then the government's just stepping in and policing when people do that, right? <laughs> Over against like a positive right, like if you, like Rand Paul was making this argument related to healthcare. Like if you say that someone has a positive right to healthcare, that, that's different than the negative right, meaning someone has to give you this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, so they require action or provisions of like from others or the state essentially. So, but then- you know, as a doctor, Rand Paul is saying, if you have a right to free healthcare, that means I'm your slave <laughs> because uh -huh. I, I'm, I'm a doctor. I have to provide it to you because it's your right. So you have a right to have something that belongs to me, meaning like your right, like an entailment of your, you having that right means someone is enslaved, right? So then when we reject, like the issue is like when we reject like the nature of marriage and the way that God's designed it and you assert a positive right. So like if a, um, sodomite has a right to be like to, a sodomite couple has a right to children well they can't make them on their own <laughs> right? right so like it, it, like if you were to say um you know like a, a like a to use the awful expression the heterosexual couple the normal couple right the couple that god designed kind of couple that like they have a right to be parents to their children do, do you see see what i mean yeah. But then in that, that way, that's a negative right. Do, do you, you see what I mean? It's like this, a negative right, meaning like if you produce children, they're yours and no one has the right to take them from you. So then the government is just stepping, like the government would be policing things like kidnapping at that point, right? Yeah. <laughs> because like this, like this is your offspring. They belong to you, right? In that way. So like uh, a normal couple, the way God designed a couple to function they have a right to their children, but that's a negative. They like they have, they have a negative right there, meaning that other people aren't allowed to take them. Now, but then if you if you're trying to say, hey, like like sodomites have equal rights to children too, the problem is they can't produce them, <laughs> so all they right. can do is plunder them. Right? That's all they can do, and so then that's what you're like. You're in a situation where, in order for us to pretend like you're a normal couple, we have to like someone has to bear that loss essentially. Yeah. So some woman is going to be robbed of her child and then the child itself is going to be robbed of two parents as God designed them to have, if that makes sense. Yeah. So instead of having like a father and a mother as God's designed a family to be where you'd grow up and you'd have half of like, like one part of what it means to be created in the image of God modeled for you and then the corresponding part of what it means to be created in the image god also modeled for you instead of having that what you have is you just have like two dudes larping as husband and wife who are now pretending to be a family right and then in some sense they're kind of pretending to be your parents when parents are supposed to be a male female concept together right <laughs> right so then that's what makes the question hard is because you have one person who might be one of the parents 
but then he's not even playing that role correctly who has attached himself to some sort of abomination perversion there and so the end result is like at the very least one of them is not like uh he's just a dude that bought you <laughs> and separated you from your mother right uh, so he's you know he's functioning more in that sense like a slave master and the whole thing is functioning less like a family and it's more just like a perverted um parody of a family at that point and you know i mean that's why you have all the cases of child rape that happens during these kind times where you have these individuals with these perverted desires that are being expressed towards each other right so i mean just just imagine i mean you, you just you take away like the mitigating female presence within that and you have i mean like your standard sodomite couple is gonna i mean your standard sodomite is gonna like in a relationship they're gonna have like hundreds of sexual partners because it's just like out of control unrestrained lust and then you're gonna take a child and put that in there without like the natural like the woman's function of caring for children being present at all. So you're just putting them in like a midst of a lust factory or something, an out of control, perverted lust factory. And then it's like, yeah, well, what do you think's going to happen there? They're probably, we, we, we know what's going to happen. <laughs> right. In the vast majority of cases, no one's allowed to talk about what's going to happen. And so you just, you basically just have a mess from start to finish. But then if you're asked, Hey, should, you know, the child obey them as parents? Well, I mean, there's, there's some sort of, it's like, well, no, not as parents, because parents are meant to be husband and wife, but certainly they're legally declared to be their owners. So maybe you're just appealing to something. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, it's like, yeah, you should obey them as your earthly masters to the extent to which they're not asking you to sin, right? Mm -hmm. In that way. But then, you know, should you think of them as these are my parents? Well, I mean, they're, they're obviously... They're obviously pretending to play that role for you. <laughs> yeah. But that's not really the role that God's designed them to play in that way, for sure. So, I so, think it, so it seems like you're saying, you know, if the, if the options are, it seems like the options right now, biblically speaking, are they're either your parents or they're slave masters. Right. And they can't be parents because they're not at least one of them is not going to be your parent. The other one might be your parent, but then the role they're functioning in the role that they've purchased for themselves uh, is not the way that a parent becomes a parent. Sure. Right. Um, so then are you, so then are you saying that biblically speaking, God is viewing their relationship as like a master slave relationship? Well, yeah, I would say the only category you have left is probably like a master slave kind of thing, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like now at the one with the one who is the biological father. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I guess he's your biological father, right? <laughs> right. And they're playing a, you know, they're playing a parental a parody of a parental role, meaning I mean, they're obviously like take like providing for you to some extent, I'm sure, you know, <laughs> giving you clothes to wear, you know. Yeah, like any, like any good uh, master would, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think at the very least, yes, a child should obey them if they're not asking them to sin or violate God's standards. They should, you know, obey them in the Lord, you know, whatever, for this is right kind of thing. So hope there's qualifications, there's checks on that. But I would, I would say it's, it's, it's uh, you shouldn't pretend like as if this is a family. 
you shouldn't pretend as if this is a marriage. And so if you're not pretending if it's a marriage, you're not pretending it's a family, then it's very difficult to pretend that this is like a, these are both your parents, right? Yeah. <laughs> because, a you know, parents also means man and woman. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, a, yeah. it's a concept that has a meaning that we're pretending is not. So like, they're not parents. They can't, couldn't become normal parents. That's the whole point. Therefore they have to buy you from, you know, one of your parents, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So at least one of them has to like, you have to be purchased from like, like as a slave from and separated from one of your parents in order to be given to another one of your parents. And, you know, and then who is going to, you know, <laughs> put you in this perverted family that you have to suffer from. The the math just gets so crazy on this. It, it's, right. it's hilarious. If, if it weren't so disgusting and, you know, and just totally grotesque, then you couldn't help but just laugh at how stupid it all sounds. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's just uh, the only thing that probably would keep you from doing that is just imagining yourself having to actually be that child, and you know, I mean, just having to be him or her or whatever or whatever. I mean, mostly they want boys for you know, surprise, surprise. Um, <laughs> yeah they want boys for some reason. No one knows why you're not allowed to comment on why, but I mean, imagine yourself having to actually be that. Yeah. I mean, and there's, you know, news stories of like these children being passed around to all their friends, you know, and everything else. But I mean, just imagine that, that, that is like, that's, yes, that's probably the worst of it, but then it's not, it's just so unspeakable. Even if, you know, you kept from being raped by your dads your whole life or something like that. Right. Right. Like you're still in this perverted, you know, one-sided picture of a family, caricature of a family, having no idea who you are, having sin being shoved in your face your whole life, your constant conscience desensitized to it, you know, having to know that you're this, you don't have a mom and a dad that is living with you who cares about you. You have these you know, perverted people who are raising you and brainwashing you and corrupting you and, you know, not even teaching you what it's like. Like you don't, you don't get to be taught what it's like to be a woman, but then you, like, like you don't, you don't get to be taught what women, like a godly woman is supposed to be, but you don't even get to be taught what a man's supposed to be either. Right. Uh So you just get two, you get one perverted picture and one, like the other whole other part of the equation is totally gone. And so you just, like that's your life and you know and, and yeah i mean sure i'm i'm sure there's a shame and embarrassment of knowing that you're you're missing uh, missing what you need just to be a normal functional healthy person in general yeah yeah we definitely what's really scary about all this is we really haven't it's hard to know exactly what the extent of the damage is that's going to be done towards these children just because this is sort of a new phenomenon. There's not really been a ton of time to see what happens when these kids who grow up in this kind of situation, what they'll end up being like, uh, and mass, but you can, I mean, it, there's no way that it can be good. There's no way that it ends well, right? When you, when, when you have two parents who are pretending to be your parents who really purchased you 
and you're functioning in, in this sort of like slave relationship with them. But then on top of that, yeah, like you're saying, you're totally missing out on, on any sort of um, real genuine feminine input in your life. And you're, and you're missing, you're missing out on any real genuine masculine input in your life because you have, you know, you have two men who are essentially both, you know, a lot of times both trying to one's LARPing as a man and the other one's LARPing as a woman. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then you get, you get two, two who are LARPing and you don't even get either picture, you know? Right. But I mean, right. I, yeah, I would say, yeah, obviously God could save a person in the midst of all that and fundamentally change him. But then I wouldn't, I wouldn't pretend like there's not, um, still, even in the midst of that, like you, you know, it's it's obviously like, it's obviously true that there is some sort of benefit to having a godly family, right? <laughs> Over and again, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, meaning like you know, God, um. God can save someone out of the midst of just the worst family imaginable and he can save someone out of a godly family. But then it, the the one he saves out of the godly family is obviously going to have a leg up in a lot of different areas of life in ways that the one saved out of just the train wreck uh, wasteland of a family is going to have, right? Yeah. Like, like meaning, so like you, you, if you you're saved out of a family who has taught you from an early age what it means to be a Christian, to walk with the Lord, you're just you're not going to have all the baggage and all the problems that someone is going to have who got saved without any of that, right? <laughs> with with no uh-huh. example of a father or a mother who is functioning in any way in a healthy way. So you know, you know God can obviously save people in that, but then we shouldn't pretend like as if there are not just entailments downstream that may take a few generations to course correct, you know, yeah, uh, all, all of the, all, all of those things. So, yeah, I mean, it's obviously tr- like a tragic um, nightmare kind of scenario that you shouldn't wish upon anyone for sure. And just sort of as a last kind of closing comment, and I want to, I want to hear your thoughts on this as well, Tim, but isn't it really weird to you or, or maybe it's not weird to you. I don't know. Um, uh, just sort of looking out and seeing the things that the you know the left who is who's pushing this idea or well uh, to be fair uh, I will I will be fair here I think um, you know I think this has been happening on the conservative side as well um, you know the conservative side of things politically where you have these sodomite men who are you know, purchasing a child for themselves because they realize they can't uh, produce one between the two of them. Right. Um, so, so in, in fairness there, there are some, there are some fake pretend conservatives out there who are doing the same exact thing, but typically this is something that you would assign to like left ideology, right? Uh, a sort of this progressive kind of ideology. Um, and, and it's weird to me, you know, you look at the things that they are constantly just like screaming out against, you know, they're constantly speaking out against slavery and how bad slavery was. And, you know, it it was so bad that we still need to pay reparations now and it should never be okay. And, you know, all, all of these things, all of these things, America has committed the greatest sin ever um, in slavery. 
And, you know, we've done an episode on slavery. And in that episode, we recognized that, you know, that American slavery uh, was wrong because it was man stealing. Um, but they they take it so far beyond that in every way possible. And the same thing with women. I mean, they're constantly fighting, you know, saying fighting, pushing feminist sort of ideology, the idea that women are just as good as men. Um, they should be able to do all the same things that men do. They don't need to be in the home. They need to be out there going into thousands and thousands of dollars worth of debt to get a college education, to go work a job and submit themselves to some other man who's going to be their boss. And that's much better than being a homemaker at home, you know, and, and all of these things. Um, and then, they go and they do stuff like this where you're hot, you're, you know, it's like, what, what's that show? What's that show? I, I referenced the, um, there's a show that they love to pretend is happening Handmaid's, in real life right Handmaid's now. Handmaid's yeah. Tale. Yeah. The handmaid's tale, the handmaid's tale. They, I mean, they love to pretend that that show is real for, and I think for them, that show is not fiction. That show is nonfiction for them, but then, and, and the premise of the show for anyone who who hasn't ever seen it or or doesn't know what it's about is essentially, you know, Christians, um, they they've kind of taken over uh, at least America as far as I know. I haven't seen a ton of the show. I watched a few episodes, but they've sort of taken over and they've created um, some sort of program where they are uh, hiring. They're they're essentially hiring these other people who are trained um, to to bear the children and to raise the children for them. And I say hiring, but it's really like an enslavement kind of thing more than anything. And they're supposed to dress a certain way and they have to act a certain way. And, you know, it, it's, it's all sorts of terrible for the, for the, the handmaidens or, or whatever they're called. Um, the hand, the, I think it's handmaidens and, and, you know, for the left, that show is reality to them. They think it's real. And, uh, they think that's what people want. And I guess they must be right because they're the ones doing that same exact thing. They're hiring, they're hiring women to use them as incubators uh, for children that are then going to be taken away from them. And, uh, and I understand, you know, the, they would come back and say, well, yeah, but they're willing participants in it. Unlike the nonfiction handmaiden's tale. Um, but, but, but yeah, I mean, no mother, it, no mother is going to be able to do that and not come away. Unscathed. Yeah. That's like, a, I mean, that's obviously going to be emotionally damaging for both for the, for the child and for the mother and um, for the surrogate mother who is, you know, I mean, if it's like a third person, right, right. Right. Yeah. And and so you just have all these things that they constantly are pushing back against and they, you know, they blow these things so far out of proportion and they, they declare how much they hate these things and how much they oppose them. And, you know, and how, you know, how brave they are for opposing these things and whatnot. But then they are constantly the ones pushing for stupid ideologies like the, like the surrogacy stuff that places them in the perpetrator's role where they are now, and they're now actively encouraging a type of enslavement. They're now actively encouraging people to look at women as a means to an end instead of as, as a, a mother and, uh, that's functioning as a part of a healthy family dynamic. I mean, have you, have you noticed this? Is yeah. that weird? Is that weird to you at all? Or does that, does that make <laughs> sense to you? Oh, well, I mean, what's, what's funny about it is in the, it, apart from God, there really is no, 
grounding for morality anyways. And so all you have is you have a bunch of individuals who have no objective grounding for morality who are LARPing as if they have a worldview in which any of these things are actually coherent. So, I mean, it, like in the secular worldview, none of it makes any sense. It's just might makes, might makes right, survival of the fittest. Let's not pretend like there's anything that's actually wrong with any of it, right? Yeah. So, like, meaning, like, you know, under the, like, I mean, if God doesn't exist, then let's say the Christians were to, you know, take everything over and turn women into a bunch of breeders or whatever else, like this, these horrible things that they're supposedly doing, like in this, uh, in the show, I mean, none of that would matter. <laughs> like, like, it's, like who's to say is wrong according to who, by what standard, right? So right. None, of, none of it matters anyways, but then, no, I mean, what the, the whole thing is that you're, you have a worldview that's present here, which has basically like, like the whole worldview is the worldview of egalitarianism where everyone is essentially the same. So you have this worldview that was supposed to advance women, right? And empower women and make, give women rights. But then, you know, the ironic thing about the whole thing is that now men have perverted men have, have figured out how to game the system and become like even uh, more intersectional victims than women. Right. Yeah. So like these perverted men have surpassed <laughs> women even, right? <laughs> and so they've taken all like the sympathy, like the whole idea is you set everyone against each other. Women are victims of men, like that's the rules. And so then women got all the capital, right? And then it turned into like, it, then you had like the, you had the race, the race stuff and the women stuff. And then now you have like the whole sexual minority thing. But then the problem is like the sexual minority label trumps the woman label. And so then, yeah. So then, so then <laughs> you're that intersectional math, huh? <laughs> right. This, yeah. So that that's a bigger victim label than the woman label. And so then that means that like gays are more persecuted than women, you know, the, and then like the, you know, the trans people, like they're even more persecuted than both of them. So then you're in situations where they run rough shot over women in their sports. And then women, I, I the, the thing is, this, this whole ideology, it appear, it appeals to women and it appeals to their sensitivity and their compassion, but then they just painted themselves in a, into a corner essentially. Right. So in order to like, not be mean to anyone and not like not include anyone, right? Not fail to include anyone and everything else. Then you're in this situation where you have like these ladies who are being beaten in sports by these men and they're having to sit there and praise them and clap for them, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, she did so good, you know, <laughs> like they're they're in that kind of, they're in that kind of situation. But then the same thing, it's just like, yeah, now we have to like now they have to become a birthing person, right, for these two perverts essentially so like that's what they have to do and, and so like they're they're being enslaved by the next iteration of their logic and they don't even and it's like i guess like you did something honorable by making that baby i thought you weren't i thought that wasn't what you were you're just some like you know baby factory or something like that but now you're turning your baby yourself into a baby factory for these men and you don't even get to enjoy the baby <laughs> anymore you're getting it taken from you um because you've you know accepted a series of premises that are ridiculous but yeah i mean everything the left accuses the right of i mean they're it's just projection they're, they're doing the same thing yeah and, and worse but yeah it's, it's yeah every accusation is a confession right? right right definitely okay well i think that's a good place for us to wrap up the conversation on and uh, unfortunately unless things change and unless we can course correct as a nation and there's you know there's nationwide repentance that happens this is probably going to be something that only continues to grow in popularity, unfortunately. It's, 
it's very upsetting uh, to know that just because as Christians, we can see that this goes against God's created order and we know nothing good comes from going against his created order. And so this is just going to cause a lot of problems, a lot of heartache, um, you know, uh, and just like, I mean, unquantifiable damage in terms of the children that are going to be entering into these situations and, you know, the emotional damage that they're going to um, experience the, the, and a, you know, the lack of a true, a, a true upbringing that's going to provide them everything that they need to be functional members of society uh, and, and let alone, I mean, and just totally forget about, you know, about, um, you know, being raised up in a home where they're taught to fear the Lord that that is out the window and that is heartbreaking in every way. I mean, we should be, this should be something that we are totally disgusted by and, and honestly an idea that should be mocked in every way possible because it is stupid. It is that stupid. We should be mocking this idea, not, not entertaining it at all as a nation. It will only destroy uh, it'll only destroy. It won't do anything good. Um, so, so something that's that's definitely something to keep an eye out on uh, as the years go by, because you're probably going to see more of this. And so, we need to have a stance as Christian, a well thought out stance that understands God's created order uh, for the family, because God's created order is the only good way. There's not another good way. God's is the only good one. All the ones that we come up with are going to be bad. So with all that being said, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening to the podcast, for supporting us week in and week out, interacting with us online, on Twitter, on Facebook, uh, in the YouTube comments. We appreciate all of that stuff. And um, if you want to, if you want to go follow us on any of our social media accounts, you can, those are down in the description. And if you want to support us financially, you can do that as well by going down to our Patreon. Uh, there'll be a link in the description as well, where you can navigate to our Patreon page and give financially to us. And we certainly appreciate you guys who do that. We also, um, ask you if you want to support us there are other ways you can do it by liking and uh, commenting on the video subscribing to our youtube channel subscribing to the podcast wherever you listen and, and giving us a five-star review all those are really good ways to support us for free and only takes a few seconds for you but it certainly supports us a ton so we appreciate all that and we'll catch you guys on the next one this has been another episode of bible bashed we hope you have been encouraged and blessed through our discussion we thank you for all your support and ask you to continue to like and subscribe to Bible Bashed and share our podcast with your friends and on social media. Please reach out to us with your questions, pushback, and potential topics for us to discuss in future episodes at BibleBashedPodcast at gmail.com and consider supporting us through Patreon. Now, go boldly and obey the truth in the midst of a biblically illiterate world who will be perpetually offended by your every move. Thank you.